<laughs> give me a hello? mic check. Give me a mic check, mom. Hello, 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 hello. hello. <laughs> uh, hold on. Daywalker! <laughs> you stupid. Shut <laughs> up, dude. I'm trying to do this. Oh, Lord. Welcome to another episode of Let's Discuss It Podcast. This is part two of the interview of Lewis and Tina Puente. How y'all doing today? Doing well. How are you? Doing, doing pretty great. good. Thank you. So I want <laughs> so I want to talk about when y'all first met. So mom, describe that to me. Okay. Uh, I used to go out with your aunt because she was dating your daddy's brother at that time. Okay. And I used to, in order for her to go out, I had to take along with her. And that's how I met your daddy now okay dad what do you remember about when y'all met yeah um john like like your mom said john was dating her sister and and i'd be at the house and then he'd he'd go pick up uh pick up uh your mom's sister and they both come back with him and they just you know they got to the house i'd be watching tv or something and then uh john and uh your mom's sister would go into the to the room and me and your mom just stayed in the living room watching TV. <laughs> watching cartoons? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Was that kind of weird? Like uh, you dating mom and, and uh, Theo dating mom's sister? Was that weird? No, not really. No, not really. You don't think of it like that? <laughs> okay, because I just wanted to figure out how it was. So, uh, so when y'all first met, did y'all instantly start dating? Did you have a connection? No, we didn't. we just started talking first. We talked for for a couple of months. So what would y'all what would y'all go at the hangout spots and stuff like that? What would y'all end up doing? Cruising, back roads. Yeah, that was about it. Just cruising, and uh, of course grilling at his house, his parents' house. Yeah, yeah. There was hardly much to do down there. It was a small town, so mo- mostly cruising around town and stuff. That was about it. Back and forth from La Ferre to Santa Rosa, kind of thing. Oh. Uh, no, not really. It'd be around Santa Rosa, probably back road, just listening to music, you know. Mm-hmm. 80s a, music. 80s, that was about it. I mean, there was really no no particular place to go there, you know, just 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 hang out and, and just cruise around. You didn't show mom the football pictures, did you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the football pictures? The gun show? You show the gun show or something? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So, <laughs> so, um... So when y'all met, y'all started dating, you said a couple months. So when did y'all have Natasha? When did you find out you're going to be pregnant with a baby girl? What age were you, Mom? I was very young. Okay. They just put it like that. Um, I found out when I was still in Texas, your dad was in Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. And um, I talked to him about it. and Were y'all scared? Yeah. What was going through y'all's mind? Like... Like, it had to be the look on y'all's parents' face, right? Like, what they would think, obviously. So, well, how did that go into your mind when you find when y'all both found out? Like, how are we going to tell our parents this? Well, uh, she found out, and she she, uh, she wrote a letter. Yes, I wrote you a letter. Saying that, that, that she was pregnant, yeah, I was and pregnant. I, was, I was in Arkansas. Uh, we we didn't talk on the phone or nothing. It was just through letters. Yeah, 
And then when he got back from Arkansas from working, he personally took me to the doctors just to double check. To get it, yeah, to right, get another to test. Like I have like an EPT test or something like that at, or a pregnancy test at the doctor's office. That must have been on your mind the whole time though, Dad, right, in Arkansas? Yes. Yes. Well, you were working, right? Yes, I was working. So, yeah. yeah. And was Grandpa there? Yeah. yeah. He was with you? Yeah, uh, your grandpa was there and, and uh, your grandma was grandma? Uh, was making tortillas at one time. and, and uh, But y'all I, didn't want to say nothing until you got another test, right? No, I no. told her. Oh, yeah. I told her she was making tortillas and I said, uh, you're going to be a grandma. And she just stopped, paused for a minute, and then she started making tortillas again. And then that night she said, well, you know what you got to do. And uh, that was basically it and started sending your mom some money. Okay, that sounds really good, yeah, actually. Because yeah. I remember when I first found out I was going to be a father, I was uh, scared to tell y'all. To be honest, I told Jay. He was the first one I told. He thought I was kidding at first, and uh, he kind of comforted me. And then when I told y'all, y'all comforted me. So I didn't know if y'all had the same comfort like y'all showed me. Yeah, uh, I know it was a little more difficult with me knowing that, you know, uh, somebody has to get blamed, you know, for something. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, uh, my mom blamed my sister, my oldest sister, you know, at that time. But she literally, um, she had me fixed up. She took me to the doctor's office, got me, um, you know, she pretty much took me to every doctor as long with your daddy. And, you know, she, she took care of me. Blamed your sister because for not watching you? In a sense, yeah. So the oldest was supposed to watch the youngest, make sure nothing was right, going on. Right. Did you feel that way too, Dad? Or did Grandma like somebody should have been watching you, kind of thing? Or like no, not no, not you know. Like I said, we're we were boys, and you know, parents. Well, like if we went out cruising or something, yeah, my my mom wanted my older brother to watch over me, make sure nothing happened to me. But um, when I told her, it was like, you know, she didn't get mad or nothing. She just told me, you know, you need, you, you know what you need to do. And, and, uh, cause when I was in Arkansas, you know, all our earnings, she would, she would get, you know, and, and save up, you know, f- to give it to us when we got back to Texas. And when she found out, she just said, well, you're going to get more, you know, you're going to get your whole check. Mm-hmm. So you can send, send her some money. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, when y'all move up here to uh, Tennessee, uh, y'all talked about it in the previous interview with Jay. Uh, let's talk about your wedding day. Can you describe how your wedding day was? It uh, was, uh, we we invited some people. Yeah, um, it was pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was simple and private in a sense because we hardly knew anybody up here. Uh-huh. Uh, but we, we, uh, we got married at First Christian Church in Alamo. Mm-hmm. Um, and by this time, it was uh, it was Tasha Jay y'all had, and was it Tasha and Jay that you already had at this time when y'all got married? How many kids did you have at this time? I had all four of y'all. Well, yeah, what? Did I? No, you had no I had all three of three. you. Yeah. Okay. Was anybody there that you wish was there? Like you just said, it was simple. Well, I know, you didn't know my, no. I know my brother came from Texas. Okay. Um, he walked me down. Um, you know, cause I wasn't raised with a daddy. Mm-hmm. I was raised just with my mom. Um, so my brother walked me down the aisle and, uh, that's about it. I mean, it was very, very simple. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, just, you know, a couple of people and, and, um, 
and that's it. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask, so y'all been married for how long? If you can go ahead and just throw a number out there. 33 years. Okay. What are some struggles that y'all been through that you have being married for so long when people can't even stay together that long around here? You know, society nowadays, you know, they're worried about the marriage, but they're not worried about what's coming with it, you know? So they get a right. divorce because right. they're two different people. They find yeah. out. Um, I'm going to go ahead. Mom, I want you to give me your input, and then Dad, I'll give you give right. you your input too. So what are some struggles y'all dealt with at first, being married? Uh, first, I believe financial was one of the first yeah. things. Um, you know, it puts a lot of uh, strain on a couple. Mm-hmm. And um, But I think financial is, I, I believe that's number one. Dad? Yeah, yeah, I agree with your mom. Uh, financially, you know, uh, a couple goes through through a lot of times, a lot of arguments and stuff. But uh, financial is the main, the main, you know, the main concern because uh, you know you're both trying to 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 earn money. Then all of a sudden, uh, the money's not there for the bills for mm-hmm. the raising of the kids. And me and your mom never uh, had any assistance from the government, so. Mm-hmm. It was basically what we made. It was bills, food, and and what we needed. So yeah, fi- financial is probably the 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 main on on marriages and and nowadays you know marriages are, are quick to just you know you know if it, it comes to financial you know and, and if it goes to a point that it it causes arguments it would put a strain in a marriage. Yeah, I do believe that too. Because recently, obviously, I've gotten married. So when I look at my marriage and I have Trey, I only have one, you know, so seeing both of y'all being married and having four kids, like how did y'all be able to support four kids, you know, and being at a place you're not familiar with because that's, that's just uprooting your life and moving, you know? So I just wanted to understand like what y'all did to make it work. Well, me and your mom had a had a. We talked to each other and said, "Look, we're we're not going to spend more on one than the other. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all across the board." So we we uh, we set that into into place and and we just followed it. You know, whatever somebody got, you know, the other three were going to get the same amount. It might not be that same day, yeah. but you know, the next week, you know, either one or both, you know, two of the kids out of four will get the same thing. Mm-hmm. So no favoritism. No. Right. You sure about that? Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, because I'm the baby, so I, I'm yeah. supposed to be favorited. I hear you. I'm uh-huh. supposed to be favorited. Um, Mom, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. And um, Dad, you can join in too. Um, back in your past, did you have an addictive personality? And when I say addictive personality, I mean, did you drink more than most would? Did you smoke? Like anything? Smoke. Like that? Okay. How long did you smoke for? I've smoked for 24 years. Really? So you started at a young smoked. age? So you started at a young age? Yes. Okay, so... Well, I, sm- I started smoking shortly after you were born. I mean, just recently, right after you were born, I Was it because smoking. of stress? What was it because of? Uh, no, I believe it was more for me, uh, being addicted to cigarettes is not being addicted. It's just a little habit, bad habit. Uh, it was because I would see a lot of my friends... Uh, smoke 
and I don't want to be an outcast, and I started smoking. So you got peer pressured kind of thing. Yeah. And, a li- yeah. and, and obviously you, you thought of them as cool people kind of thing, yeah. right? You wanted to join the club. Yeah, because I've never smoked. I mean, uh, I, I didn't even know how to smoke. I started learning how to smoke here in Alamo um, in a factory. And at that time, that factory used to let you smoke in the restrooms or they, <laughs> they just didn't know. But, yeah. you know, I mean, they knew, but they just ignored it, you know. Um, but that's how I learned how to smoke was in that factory. Yeah, I believe a lot of uh, places nowadays are lenient. Actually, I read something online to where, like, if you add up all the stuff, like, that, they give smokers, like, 10-minute breaks every, like, hour or every other hour, you know, and that's fine. Right. And uh, I just wanted to know because... It, I remember you smoking. Like, how did that take an effect with your health? Uh, it caused a lot of problems. Uh, when I would get sick, uh, I would get really bad cough. Um, where I would be, you know, sick for about a week or so. You know, I mean, I really had a awful cough. Did you have any uh, problems breathing? Yes. I even had to have breathing treatments. Um, I even got rushed to the hospital at time. Uh, well, I say the, the total of two times I've been to the mm. hospital for, for having that, um, and having breathing treatments. And, um, obviously the doctor said it was bad for your health and stuff, yes. right? So yes. did that, what made you want to stop and think about your health and be like, I don't want this to be the rest of my life. I don't want to have to worry about whether I can breathe right or whether I'm going to have a cough to where it well, can go to something severe well it started i've i've tried i tried to stop smoking a couple of times Uh uh-huh the first time you know i did it um and then i went right back you know i I tried it for you know a couple of weeks or so and then i went right back and then um the second time i quit for 10 months and me dummy i went back smoking you know I, i don't blame nobody i blame myself um, when, when when you went back to smoking, is it because you saw other people doing it and made you miss it, or because once you get it the, was just a craving? Yeah, I had that craving for a cigarette. I mean, when you when you smell, you know, when you see somebody that are smoking outside, or you know what I'm saying, uh, it's just the smell of a cigarette was my body was craving it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and um, but um, so yeah. when did you quit? Do you remember I the day? Qu- yeah, I quit May the 19th of 2018. How did that feel? <sighs> Amazing. Amazing. I'm glad I'm glad to yeah. hear that. Like um, May of this year will be 2 years for me. That's a blessing. Yes it is. I, I just I had to give all my thanks uh to my heavenly father because mm-hmm. without him I wouldn't have done it because uh, that's what that's what made me change. Um for myself, mm-hmm. you know, I used to wake up your dad. You can take your time off. <clears throat> he will carry me to the bathtub in the shower with hot water to get the steam to help me breathe because mm-hmm. I would wake up coughing and I couldn't breathe and stuff. And I missed the whole week from work because I was sick because of this, you know, because of the cough. I let it go too far. Mm-hmm. The following day, there was nobody at the house. 
But me and my God. I got myself on my knees. And I prayed. And I asked God to heal my body. To heal me from everything. And I will promise him I will never pick up another cigarette again. And I know he, I know, I know deep inside that he healed me. Because, like I said, come May of this year, I'll have two years without a cigarette. And um, and I, I give him all the praise and all the glory yeah, for this. Um, and I've been clean ever since. I don't crave it. <clears throat> I don't miss it. I could spot somebody that smokes really quick. Even my daughter-in-law tells me that. Uh, Jordan, you know, when she's around, I say I could spot, I, I could smell them. You know, I, I could smell that they're they're smokers because I could. I mean, I have a very sensitive smell now. It's like when you're not used to it. It's, right. It's over. You can over mass. I mean, it's like so much in coming to you because you're like. And sometimes, did you ever wonder, like, that's how I used to smoke? Yeah, I used to tell your dad, and I even tell, you know, my kids, um, I know y'all will constantly tell me to quit smoking. Yeah. But only God knew when. Yep. Only God knew when he was going to when, when he wanted this. Yes, when he wanted to heal you yeah, was the time. Yeah, it was the right time for me to. I believe so. To do it, and I did. And I'm going to tell you, that was the best. That day when I quit smoking, May the 19th, was the best day that I've had because I feel so good about myself now. Yes. My body, you know, I've had some health problems, but n- nothing to do with that. Um, but uh, I could smell good. I could breathe better. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't cough like I used to. Um, I eat a lot now. You're healthy, Mama. You're <laughs> that healthy. cigarette, that yeah. cigarette will stop me from, t- you know, it will yeah. cut my appetite. And uh, because that's I what you t- craved instead of food. Yeah, yeah. I oh. used to crave the cigarette more than I did food, and you know, um, and it's just, uh, it's a wonderful thing. I'm yeah. telling Dad, you, Dad. Do you, uh, did you ever have trouble drinking or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, uh, growing up, uh, both sides of my my family, my mom's side and my dad's side, were heavy drinkers. Yeah. All my uncles. So you get invited to a cookout on, on either side of the family, and of course, you know, they were drinking. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like a, I'm not going to say it's a normal thing, but it was just a thing that was, you know, that that was, was around you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'd be out there, and, and, and the women be inside cooking, and the men be outside in the grill, and everyone had beer in their hands, so, you know. Of course, when you get of age, you know, they say, here you go, you know, and that's how it starts. You get a beer and you go on from there. Mm-hmm. And there was a, it was a point in my life about two or three years ago that uh, I drank every day. Yeah. It was just something, you know, go to work, but I always went to work, go to work, get home, drink beer and, you know, go to sleep, go next day and do the same thing over and over. Was there something you were dealing with at that uh, time? Well, I think I think I I try to to make it like an escape, a yeah. scapegoat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, if I was having, uh, you know, 
hard day at work you know uh-huh. they always say you know drink a cold beer but really that's that's not really not you know it's not true yeah know? since i've been uh having uh, back problems these past two years and taking medication i i, I quit you know I, I hardly drink anymore yeah uh, i think i've drank maybe two or three times this year mm-hmm. compared to every day you know two years ago every day and it was like non-stop and um you know when you get to the point that that a six-pack ain't enough you know yeah to to satisfy you then you're drinking too much yeah definitely you, know, you are drinking too much and i'm just and i really i i don't miss it i mean you know i'd rather drink me a a, a coke or or a sprite or something now that i'm yeah. older and uh, I just it feels better, I guess, just going to sleep and don't have to wake up, you know, all groggy from the from the hangover and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, same thing with your, with has your health got. Well, I know you say you have back problems, but mm-hmm. like as in your other like health wise, quitting drinking has that you know messed you know messed up anything like like made you feel any worse? Get what I'm saying? When so, I quit drinking, yeah, yeah, I could tell you know the withdrawals. Okay, you know any, anybody that's their drinks every day then then quits you know and you can tell in a couple weeks it, it takes time it, it won't like if you quit drinking you know you won't feel it the effect of after about a week yeah you know you know then then your bodies don't feel the same you know because you i guess you're not feeding you know your body the beer and stuff like that yeah but once you get over them i didn't have too bad withdrawals but it did but once i got over it it was just like you know it, it wasn't that bad uh, but like I said, when I was young, we used to drink, 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 and now I tell myself, I mean, why? Why? Why drink that much? There's no, there's no reason. I mean, there's no reason to drink more than a six pack or drink a twelve pack. You're well, trying to impress anybody. It's what they did too. I guess it was a way of a gathering, like family gathering kind of thing. Because yeah. you hear yeah. about that nowadays, and um, well, I, I believe you and mom, y'all have personalities, but with different kind of things mom was smoking and yours was drinking mm-hmm. yeah. and y'all both overcame a lot and that's a lot to say um so but i think um uh, it's a blessing so um yes it is very much so when you uh so when when i was in sports who was the, who was the most competitive out of both of y'all about how i should do the job during baseball and everything your dad i think it was me because i coached trey's soccer <laughs> one <laughs> soccer game last year <laughs> And when I tell you that I felt like you, Dad, when I was coaching him, I said, look, I'm turning into my dad. Yeah. Because I remember yeah. we used to coach me for baseball, football. Right. Uh, never ba- I don't know about basketball. You but played a couple years of yeah. basketball. That was and I remember year. there was one play I screwed up, and you kind of wrote up that playbook and threw it on the ground. <laughs> and, and I'm not going to say in a nice way, but uh, when I see um, – so do you think sports bonded – like us like yes, me yes i think i think jay jay loves sports obviously uh but he was never really that into it tasha had cheerleading abigail really wasn't in that sport much sports but as just pertaining to me do you think that bonded me with you more dad i think so i think so you see junior we didn't uh start getting junior in there till he was almost in the seventh grade you know kind of fifth sixth grade and you we started you early yeah we started you at t-ball and you just moved up every year you won sports. And I think it did. It, it uh, The time 
you know, practicing with you and all that, it, I think it did it did bond us a little bit more. Uh, you play more uh, uh, baseball than than anything. You mm-hmm. know, you and uh, you were just a little bit more. You know, when 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 you coach kids, you can see the kids that are a little bit more skills mm-hmm. than the other ones, and and you were a little bit a little bit higher skill than than some of them and of course there's others that were more skilled than you but yeah. you were still you were still up there Man, i'm not gonna brag but i think all-star is almost every year just gonna yes. you are. put that yes. out mama how was it being a parent of somebody who was in sports like almost every year um very proud definitely enjoying uh we had something to do in the summer you know <laughs> we we got ball games and i mean it got to a point that it was really exhausting it, yeah. it could exhaust if i was getting exhausted imagine y'all but um it was fun yeah, yeah it looked like every year you know new you know them uh folding chairs will come out and everybody <laughs> get, and i tell you my look we gotta upgrade ours are, ours are uh, kind of gotta get a new gotta get an umbrella this year now <laughs> so the, so the sun doesn't but um yeah definitely and i think that's it guys i really appreciate you sitting down with me and uh sharing some stories mom i know you got emotional on us but uh i think that everything that y'all told me is a blessing yes. from what y'all came through what mm-hmm. y'all went through and i believe a lot of people have seen another side of you with this part two interview so i just want to thank y'all so much oh you're welcome thank you hey, hey, I'm a thief.